In the cold, silent orbit around Mars, a team of astronauts aboard their shuttle witnessed something extraordinary. An unknown spacecraft, markedly different from any human-made vessel, floated in the Martian orbit. Its design was sleek and metallic, with smooth curves and sharp angles in a pattern that defied earthly architectural norms. The surface of the ship had a luster that seemed to absorb and reflect the sunlight simultaneously, giving it an almost ethereal appearance. The team's curiosity was piqued. They had been trained for unexpected situations, but nothing quite like this. Their shuttle's sensors scanned the alien craft, revealing no signs of life aboard. This information did little to ease their apprehension, but strengthened their resolve to investigate. The decision was unanimous. They would dock with the alien vessel. Maneuvering their shuttle carefully, they aligned with the alien ship's docking port. The connection was surprisingly smooth, as if the ship was inviting them in. Once docked, the team geared up, their suits protecting them from potential hazards. The airlock opened with a hiss, revealing the interior of the alien ship. They stepped inside, their boots echoing in the silence that enveloped the ship. The inside was as perplexing as the exterior, with corridors that twisted and turned in a labyrinthine layout. The walls were adorned with hieroglyph-like symbols, glowing faintly, their meanings indecipherable. The team moved cautiously, their lights cutting through the darkness that filled the ship. They came across dormant screens and panels, their purposes as mysterious as the ship itself. Eventually, they found themselves in what appeared to be the control room. This room was different from the rest of the ship. It was larger, with panels of dormant screens lining the walls. The center of the room housed a console with more of the strange symbols. The screens, though inactive, hinted at advanced technology far beyond human capabilities. The astronauts surveyed the room, each member inspecting different elements. The air was filled with a sense of awe and unease. They were standing in a place that was not meant for humans, a place from beyond their world. As they explored the control room, they realized this was just the beginning of their extraordinary encounter. The astronauts, still enveloped in the mystery of the alien craft, continued their exploration. The corridors branched off in various directions, leading them deeper into the vessel. The air was still and silent, save for the sound of their own movements. As they ventured further, they encountered a series of heavy doors arranged along a narrow hallway. Each door was adorned with the same hieroglyph-like symbols that seemed to be a constant theme throughout the ship. Peering through the small, reinforced windows of the doors, the astronauts saw what appeared to be cells, each holding a different occupant. These were not just any occupants, they were extraterrestrial beings, varied in form and appearance. Some resembled a humanoid structure, with two arms and two legs, but their features were distorted, unlike anything on Earth. Others were completely alien, with multiple limbs, unusual skin textures, and forms that defied human understanding of biology. Each being lay motionless, seemingly held in stasis, Beside each cell was a display screen, glowing dimly. The screens showed text in the same cryptic language as the rest of the ship. The astronauts, particularly the team's linguist, were drawn to these screens. The linguist, 
equipped with knowledge in deciphering unknown languages, began to analyze the symbols. Slowly, with the help of translation software and intuition, they started to piece together the meanings. What they uncovered was chilling. The texts appeared to list crimes, but these were no ordinary offenses. They spoke of destruction, rebellion, and acts that seemed too heinous to be true. The gravity of their discovery dawned on them. They were in a prison ship, and these beings were the criminals. A sense of urgency overtook the team. The decision was made to leave immediately, to report back what they had found. As they turned to leave, the ship seemed to sense their intention. Without warning, a power surge coursed through the vessel. Lights flickered on, screens came to life, and the once dormant ship awoke with a low hum resonating through its metallic frame. The team froze, realizing that their situation had just become significantly more perilous. The awakening of the ship was an unintended consequence of their exploration, and now they were not only in uncharted territory, but also potentially in the company of revived alien criminals. The power surge acted like a catalyst, triggering a series of unforeseen events within the alien ship. The once silent and dormant corridors were now filled with the hum of reactivated machinery. The astronauts could hear the mechanical locks on the cell doors disengaging, a sound that sent a wave of alarm through the team. The realization that the prisoners were no longer contained hit them with a jolt of fear. As the doors slid open, the beings inside began to stir. The astronauts witnessed the awakening of the extraterrestrial criminals, each one more intimidating than the last. Among them was a particularly daunting figure, a towering, insect-like alien. Its exoskeleton clattered as it moved, its multiple limbs flexing with a menacing grace. The team knew they had to act fast. They turned on their heels, racing back towards the safety of their shuttle. The corridors, which they had navigated with such curiosity earlier, now felt like a maze designed to trap them. Their breaths echoed in their helmets, mingling with the sounds of their hurried footsteps. As they neared their shuttle, disaster struck. The insect-like alien, swift despite its size, caught up with them. With a swift movement, it seized one of the astronauts, its limbs wrapping around the crew member with terrifying strength. Panic ensued, but training and instinct kicked in. The team rallied, working together to free their comrade from the alien's grasp. The struggle was intense and chaotic. The astronauts used whatever tools they had at hand, striking at the creature's joints and vulnerable spots they could identify. Their efforts paid off. The alien momentarily loosened its grip and the captured astronaut was pulled free. The team didn't pause to catch their breath. They continued their dash to the shuttle. In the frenzy, they failed to notice one of the aliens, a smaller, more agile creature slipping aboard their shuttle. It moved with purpose, attaching a small, unobtrusive device to the hull. A tracking device. By the time the astronauts sealed themselves inside the shuttle and initiated detachment from the alien ship, the tracking device was securely in place. Unaware of this new threat, they felt a momentary relief as they put distance between themselves and the alien craft, not realizing that their ordeal was far from over. 
Once safely back in orbit, the astronaut's brief respite was shattered by a troubling discovery. During a routine check of their shuttle's exterior, one team member noticed an anomaly. A small foreign device clamped onto the hull. Its design matched the aesthetics of the alien ship, leaving no doubt about its origin. It was a tracking device. The team attempted to dislodge the device. They used every tool at their disposal, but it was futile. The device was designed to withstand removal attempts, clinging to the shuttle with a grip that seemed to strengthen with each effort. As they grappled with this dilemma, a more pressing issue emerged. The alien ship, previously a silent, ominous presence in the orbit, roared to life. Its engines ignited with a burst of energy, casting a brilliant glow against the backdrop of space. The craft's design, already a marvel of engineering, now revealed its functional superiority. It was built not just for containment, but for pursuit. The astronauts realized they had to act quickly. The Martian ship began to move, its trajectory aimed directly at them. Its speed and maneuverability were astounding, cutting through space with an ease that made the shuttle seem cumbersome in comparison. With few options left, the astronauts pushed their shuttle to its limits. They headed towards Mars, aiming to use the planet's terrain to their advantage. The shuttle's engines whined under the strain, the spacecraft shuddering as it entered a rapid descent towards the Martian surface. The chase was a tense, harrowing experience. The Martian ship was relentless, closing the gap with terrifying efficiency. The astronauts navigated through Mars's orbit, weaving around satellites and debris, hoping to create obstacles that would slow their pursuer. As they entered the upper atmosphere of Mars, the red planet loomed large before them, Canyons, craters and vast plains stretched out beneath them, offering a glimmer of hope. If they could just reach the surface and use the terrain to their advantage, they might evade capture. Or so they hoped. With the Martian ship still in close pursuit, the astronauts braced for a desperate bid for safety on the rugged surface of Mars. The shuttle's descent onto the Martian surface was a precarious ballet of technology and skill. The astronauts, fully aware of the alien ship tailing them, chose their landing site strategically. Mars, with its varied and rugged terrain, offered a few advantages. They aimed for an area dense with canyons and rock formations, hoping the natural landscape would serve as a barrier against their pursuer. The shuttle touched down with a jolt, kicking up clouds of red dust. Mars, a world of extremes, greeted them with its stark and desolate beauty. The astronauts quickly assessed their surroundings, towering canyon walls, large boulders and deep crevices. It was a labyrinth of red rock, offering both cover and challenge. The alien ship, following closely behind, attempted to navigate the Martian terrain. Its size and advantage in the openness of space became a liability in the close quarters of the canyons. The ship moved cautiously, its maneuvers less fluid as it tried to adjust to the constraints of the landscape. Seizing this opportunity, the astronauts moved their shuttle into one of the larger canyons. The narrow walls provided cover, shielding them temporarily from the alien ship's sensors. Here, in the shadow of Mars, they had a moment to breathe and plan their next move. 
The team quickly convened, understanding that they could not outrun the alien ship indefinitely. Their best chance was to turn the tables, to set a trap. The plan was risky, but it was their only viable option. They decided to lure the alien ship into a particularly narrow and winding section of the canyon, where its size and limited maneuverability would be a significant disadvantage. The team scouted the area, identifying key points where they could potentially trigger a rock slide or use the natural features of the canyon to their advantage. Once the plan was set, the astronauts prepared themselves. They knew that timing and precision were crucial. The success of their plan hinged on luring the alien ship into the right position at the right time. With everything in place, they readied themselves to execute their daring strategy, hoping that the Martian landscape would aid them in outwitting their extraterrestrial pursuer. The astronauts now on Mars initiated their plan with a mix of determination and trepidation. Their objective was clear, to bait the alien ship into following them into a narrow valley, a natural Martian trap where the ship's size and maneuverability would be severely compromised. They started by piloting their shuttle in a pattern that appeared erratic but was calculated to draw the alien ship deeper into the valley. The walls of the valley loomed high on either side, a corridor of rock sculpted by eons of Martian history. The shuttle weaved through the valley, its engines echoing off the canyon walls, a siren call to the alien ship. The alien craft, persistent in its pursuit, followed. Its movements were more cumbersome, the tight space hindering its ability to navigate smoothly. It was exactly what the astronauts had hoped for. In preparation for this moment, the team had earlier planted explosives at key points along the valley's cliffs. These were now primed and ready, a critical part of their trap. As the alien ship reached the designated spot, the astronauts executed their plan. With a coordinated effort, they detonated the explosives. The resulting explosion was more powerful than anticipated. Massive chunks of rock broke away from the canyon walls, thundering down in a cloud of dust and debris. The landslide effectively sealed the valley, trapping the alien ship beneath a heap of rubble. However, the plan did not unfold without consequence. The force of the explosion was such that it sent shockwaves rippling through the valley. Their own shuttle, positioned a safe distance away but still within the impact zone, was caught in the aftermath. The shuttle was rocked violently, its hull pelted with debris. When the dust settled, the astronauts assessed the damage. The shuttle had taken a significant hit. Key systems were damaged and their communication equipment was barely functional. The realization dawned on them with a heavy weight. They had successfully trapped the alien ship but in doing so, they had also stranded themselves on Mars. They were now marooned on the Red Planet, with a damaged shuttle and limited resources. The gravity of their situation was clear, but so was their resolve. They had survived the pursuit, but now they faced a new challenge. Survival on Mars. Stranded on Mars with a damaged shuttle, the astronauts quickly shifted their focus to survival. The Red Planet, with its harsh environment and barren landscape, was unforgiving. The first task was to establish a base camp using the limited resources they had. They chose a location near their shuttle, using it as a central structure. 
the area was relatively flat, offering a clear view of the surroundings, an important factor considering the potential threat posed by the alien prisoners. They began by setting up a perimeter using equipment from the shuttle, creating a boundary that would alert them to any approaching dangers. The astronauts utilized the shuttle's remaining functional systems to create a habitable environment. They set up portable habitats, small, dome-like structures that could house them and protect them from Mars' extreme temperatures and thin atmosphere. These habitats were equipped with life support systems that recycled air and water, essential for their prolonged stay. They also deployed solar panels to harness Mars's weak sunlight, providing them with a crucial power source. Every piece of equipment was carefully conserved and monitored, knowing that their resources were finite. Meanwhile, the alien prisoners, now free from their crashed ship, began to explore their new environment. Mars, so different from their home worlds, was a challenging landscape, but they were driven by a need to survive and a newfound freedom. Some of the alien prisoners had noticed the astronauts during their escape and saw them as a threat, or worse, a resource. Unbeknownst to the astronauts, they had become the hunted. Small groups of these extraterrestrial beings began to track the astronauts, observing their camp and movements. The astronauts, aware of the potential threat, took turns keeping watch, always vigilant. They had weapons and tools for defense, but they were uncertain of the aliens' capabilities. The tension at the camp was palpable. Every sound and movement outside their perimeter set them on edge. As they settled into a routine, focusing on daily survival tasks, the astronauts also worked on repairing their shuttle's communication system. Contacting Earth was essential for rescue, but with limited tools and damaged equipment, it was a daunting task. Each day brought new challenges, but the team was determined to overcome them and find a way back home. The routine of survival on Mars was abruptly shattered one evening. The sun had just dipped below the horizon, casting long shadows across the Martian landscape. The astronauts, engrossed in their tasks within the camp, were caught off guard by a sudden and brutal attack. The attacker was one of the alien prisoners, a humanoid creature with a menacing appearance. Its body was lean and muscular, covered in a tough, scale-like skin that glinted in the fading light. Most alarming were its appendages, long, razor-sharp and capable of slicing through metal. It moved with terrifying speed and agility, clearly adapted for combat. The creature lunged into the camp, targeting the astronauts with a ferocity that spoke of both desperation and anger. Its first strike was a blur, catching one of the astronauts off guard and inflicting a serious wound. The team member cried out in pain, collapsing to the ground as the others rushed to their aid. The team, though trained for emergencies, had never anticipated an encounter like this. They scrambled to defend themselves and their injured comrade. Improvised weapons were their only option. Tools, pieces of equipment, anything they could wield against the formidable creature. The battle was chaotic and fierce. The astronauts worked together, coordinating their movements to counter the aliens' attacks. They swung with whatever they had, striking at the creature, trying to keep it at bay. The creature, for all its ferocity, 
seemed taken aback by their resistance, its attacks becoming more frantic. After several tense and perilous minutes, they managed to injure the creature. It let out a piercing howl, a sound that echoed across the barren landscape before retreating into the darkness. The team, panting and shaken, quickly turned their attention to their injured member. The astronaut's injury was severe, a deep laceration from one of the creature's sharp appendages. First aid was administered immediately, but it was clear that proper medical attention was needed. The encounter was a grim reminder of their vulnerability and the constant danger posed by the alien prisoners now roaming Mars. As they tended to their wounded comrade, the reality of their situation sank in deeper. They were not only stranded on a hostile planet, but also in the midst of unknown, potentially hostile alien beings. The encounter marked a turning point in their mission. A fight for survival against both the elements of Mars and the dangers lurking within its shadows. The astronauts' mission took on a new urgency. They needed more resources, not just for survival, but now for defense. A small team ventured out from the camp, traversing the rugged Martian terrain in search of anything that could be of use. During their expedition, they came across something that sent chills down their spines. Hidden in a secluded crater, they discovered a nest of the insect-like alien, the same species that had attacked them aboard the ship. The sight was horrifying. The creatures were reproducing at an alarming rate, their eggs hatching in rapid succession, revealing smaller versions of the menacing beings they had previously encountered. The team watched in disbelief as the nest swarmed with activity. The insect-like creatures moved with purpose, tending to their young and expanding their nest. It was an ecological nightmare unfolding before their eyes. If left unchecked, these aliens could overrun the planet, posing a threat not just to the astronauts, but potentially to any future human missions to Mars. Realizing the gravity of this new threat, the team hurried back to the camp to report their findings. The mood among the crew turned grim. They were already struggling with limited resources, a damaged shuttle, and the presence of dangerous alien prisoners. Now, they faced the prospect of an exponentially growing alien population. The astronauts convened to devise a plan. They needed to act fast to contain or eliminate the nest. They discussed various strategies, from attempting to destroy the nest with explosives to finding ways to disrupt the alien's reproductive cycle. Each option carried its own set of risks and challenges, especially given their limited equipment and the unpredictable nature of the alien species. Despite the daunting task ahead, the team was resolute. They began preparing for their mission to tackle the nest, knowing that their actions could have significant consequences not only for their survival, but also for the future of Mars exploration. It was a race against time to prevent the alien species from gaining a foothold on the planet. Amidst the escalating crisis on Mars, the team's linguist made a breakthrough that offered a glimmer of hope. After painstaking analysis of the hieroglyph-like language from the alien ship, they uncovered references to a distress signal system. This discovery shifted the team's focus. If they could repair their shuttle enough to access and activate this signal, they might be able to contact a human vessel for rescue. 
The linguist worked closely with the team's engineers to decipher the specifics of the alien signal system. It was a complex task, involving not only language translation, but also the integration of alien technology with their own. The shuttle's communication system, damaged during the landslide, required extensive repairs. Parts were scarce, and the team had to repurpose and improvise with whatever materials were available. Despite these challenges, the team worked with determination. The engineers, guided by the linguists' translations, rewired the communication system, incorporating salvaged components from the alien ship that they had brought back with them. They made modifications to the shuttle's software, writing new code to interface with the alien signal system. As they worked, the rest of the team fortified the camp, vigilant of any threats from the alien creatures on the planet. The sense of urgency was palpable. Every moment they spent working on the signal was a moment when the insect-like alien's nest continued to grow, and the danger they posed increased. Finally, after days of relentless effort, the team was ready to test the modified communication system. They gathered around the shuttle's console as the linguist initiated the distress signal. A series of alien symbols flashed across the screen, followed by a burst of static as the signal transmitted into space. Now, all they could do was wait. The signal was their lifeline, a call for help cast into the vastness of space. The wait was agonizing, filled with both hope and apprehension as they continued their struggle for survival on the hostile Martian surface. With the distress signal activated, the team's focus turned to a dual objective, completing the necessary repairs on the shuttle for a potential rescue and defending their camp against the relentless attacks from the alien prisoners. The shuttle's repairs were a daunting task. The damage sustained during the landslide was extensive, affecting critical systems, including propulsion, navigation, and life support. The team divided the tasks, with some focusing on mechanical repairs and others on restoring electronic systems. Working on the shuttle was a race against time, each repair bringing them closer to a state of readiness for rescue. Meanwhile, the threat from the alien prisoners grew more pronounced. It became apparent that the aliens were becoming bolder perhaps emboldened by their growing numbers or driven by desperation. Their attacks on the camp became more frequent and coordinated. To counter this, the astronauts bolstered their defences. They constructed barricades using materials from the shuttle and the surrounding Martian landscape. Surveillance equipment was set up around the perimeter to provide early warnings of approaching threats. The team also improvised weapons from the tools and materials at hand knowing that their standard-issue equipment might not be sufficient against the diverse and unknown capabilities of the alien attackers. Despite their exhaustion, the astronauts maintained a rigorous schedule, working in shifts to ensure continuous progress on the shuttle repairs while keeping a vigilant watch over the camp. They faced numerous challenges, from technical setbacks in the repairs to close calls with alien incursions. Every night brought a tense vigil, and every day was a battle to keep their mission on track. The situation was a grueling test of their training, ingenuity, and resilience. Amidst the alien assaults and the arduous task of repairing the shuttle, 
A sense of camaraderie and determination grew stronger within the team. They were united in their goal to survive and to return home, each member playing a vital role in the face of overwhelming odds. As they worked, the uncertainty of their situation weighed heavily on them. There was no guarantee that the distress signal had been received or that help was on the way. Yet, they persevered, driven by the hope of rescue and the unyielding will to survive against the dangers of Mars and its unexpected alien inhabitants. Faced with this uncertainty, the astronauts knew they couldn't afford to wait passively. Survival remained their top priority, especially as the threat from the alien prisoners showed no signs of diminishing. The camp, already a makeshift fortress, needed further fortification. The team set to work, reinforcing their defences. They constructed barricades with more robust materials, salvaging parts from the shuttle and gathering rocks and metal from the Martian surface. These barriers were strategically placed around the camp's perimeter, creating a more formidable defence against potential attacks. Surveillance and alarm systems were improved, with sensors placed at key points to detect any movement outside the camp. The team also devised a series of emergency protocols in case of an attack, ensuring everyone knew their role and could respond quickly and efficiently. Weapons and ammunition were checked and rechecked. The astronauts trained in combat drills, honing their skills to fend off the alien attackers. They knew that each encounter would be unpredictable, facing adversaries whose capabilities and weaknesses were still largely unknown. Inside the camp, supplies were inventoried and rationed carefully. Food, water and medical supplies were critical, and the team managed them with meticulous care, aware that their survival depended on these resources. Despite their preparations, the mood in the camp was tense. The team members supported each other, sharing the load of the physical and emotional strain. They took turns keeping watch, ensuring constant vigilance while others rested or worked on ongoing tasks. As days turned into nights and nights into days, the waiting game continued. The team kept busy, maintaining their camp, practicing drills and monitoring for any signs of a response to their signal. They knew that their survival depended not only on their defenses and resources, but also on their ability to stay mentally and physically strong in the face of an uncertain future on the hostile Martian landscape. The relative calm of the Martian camp was shattered when the alien creatures, having observed and probed the astronauts' defences, launched a full-scale assault. It was a night like no other, the dark skies of Mars illuminated by the flashes of conflict. The attack came swiftly and with ferocious intensity. A horde of alien creatures, both the humanoid and insect-like beings, descended upon the camp. Their forms were silhouetted against the backdrop of Mars' stark landscape, moving with a terrifying purpose. It was clear that this assault was not a mere skirmish, but a calculated offensive. The astronauts, though prepared for such a scenario, were taken aback by the scale and coordination of the attack. Alarms blared throughout the camp, jolting the team into action. They donned their protective gear and grabbed their improvised weapons, ready to defend their lives and their chance at rescue. The battle that ensued was vicious and chaotic. The alien creatures attacked from all directions, 
using their unique abilities to breach the camp's defences. The humanoid aliens with their sharp appendages clashed directly with the astronauts, engaging in brutal hand-to-hand -hand combat. The insect-like creatures, agile and numerous, swarmed over the barricades, forcing the team to fight on multiple fronts. The astronauts used every skill and resource at their disposal. They fired their weapons, conserving ammunition while aiming for precision. Explosive devices, carefully placed around the camp's perimeter, were detonated at strategic moments, creating a barrier of fire and debris to hold back the onslaught. Despite their training and preparations, the team was hard-pressed to keep the aliens at bay. The creature's relentless aggression and sheer numbers strained the astronauts' defences. Each member of the team fought with a blend of desperation and determination, aware that the outcome of this battle could seal their fate. The camp was filled with the sounds of gunfire, shouts, and the eerie screeches of the alien attackers. Flares shot into the sky, casting eerie shadows and painting the scene with stark, intermittent light. The ground was strewn with the aftermath of the conflict, a testament to the intensity of the struggle. As the battle raged on, the astronauts worked together, covering each other's backs and communicating constantly to adapt to the ever-changing dynamics of the fight. Their training as a cohesive unit was evident, but the situation was pushing them to their limits. The onslaught seemed endless, wave after wave of alien creatures testing the resolve and endurance of the human defenders. But the astronauts stood their ground, fighting not just for survival, but for the hope of rescue that still lingered in the starry sky above Mars. The battle at the Martian camp reached a fever pitch. The astronauts pushed to the brink as the alien onslaught showed no signs of abating. Just as the situation seemed dire, a glimmer of hope appeared in the Martian sky. A fleet of human rescue ships responding to the distress signal sent by the team entered Mars's orbit. The arrival of the rescue fleet was a game-changer. The ships, equipped with advanced weaponry and reinforced armor, immediately engaged the Martian ship, which had managed to free itself from the landslide trap. A fierce space battle ensued above Mars, the sky alight with the exchange of firepower. The rescue ships maneuvered with precision, their goal clear, to neutralize the threat of the alien vessel and retrieve the stranded astronauts. Down on the surface, the team received communication from the rescue fleet. The message was brief but clear. Evacuation was imminent. The astronauts, amidst the chaos of the ongoing ground battle, prepared for extraction. They gathered critical data and personal belongings, all the while continuing to fend off the alien attackers. The rescue operation was swift and efficient. Dropships descended from the rescue fleet, navigating through the Martian atmosphere and the chaos of the ground battle. They landed close to the camp, their presence drawing the attention of the alien creatures. The team fought their way to the dropships, covering each other's retreat. The aliens, realizing the intent of the newcomers, intensified their attack, attempting to prevent the astronauts from escaping. It was a race against time and a fight for survival. Just as the camp began to be overrun, the astronauts boarded the dropships. The pilots wasted no time, immediately ascending towards the safety of orbit. 
The team watched through the windows as the camp, their home and fortress for the past weeks, was swarmed by the alien creatures. The feeling inside the dropships was a mix of relief and exhaustion, tinged with disbelief. The team had survived against overwhelming odds. They looked at each other, their expressions conveying a shared understanding of the ordeal they had endured and the bond they had formed. As the dropships docked with the rescue fleet, the team was greeted by medical and rescue personnel. They were safe at last, their mission on Mars concluding not with the exploration they had anticipated, but with a harrowing fight for survival against an unforeseen alien threat. The Martian sky, now calm after the departure of the alien ship, bore witness to their escape. The astronauts found themselves aboard the rescue fleet, feeling a mix of relief and exhaustion. However, this sense of safety and the end of their ordeal was short-lived and soon shattered by a bewildering revelation. As the astronauts began to receive medical attention and debriefings from the rescue personnel, subtle inconsistencies started to emerge. The responses from the crew of the rescue fleet were oddly vague, and the interior of the ship seemed slightly off, with some areas looking unfamiliar or too pristine. The astronauts' confusion grew as they tried to reconcile these oddities. It was the team's engineer who first voiced the suspicion that something was amiss. They noticed that the technology on the rescue ship was too advanced, beyond even the most cutting-edge human designs they were familiar with. This discrepancy led to a more thorough investigation by the team. Their probing soon led to a startling and unsettling discovery. The rescue operation, the fleet, the escape from Mars. It was all an elaborate illusion. The astronauts were still on Mars, stranded, their perceptions manipulated by the psychic abilities of one of the alien species they had encountered. The realization hit them like a tidal wave. The environment around them began to distort and dissolve, revealing the harsh Martian landscape once again. They were still at their camp, which was now in ruins, the aftermath of the battle still evident. The alien responsible for the illusion revealed itself, a creature with a presence that seemed to warp the air around it. Its psychic abilities were powerful, capable of creating complex, immersive simulations. The astronauts were left to grapple with the fact that their minds had been infiltrated, their perceptions of rescue and safety nothing but a construct. The revelation of the rescue illusion was a devastating blow to the team's morale. They were back to square one, stranded on Mars, with their actual situation being far more precarious than before. The camp was severely damaged, their supplies diminished, and the threat of the alien creatures remained. Now, they not only had to contend with the physical challenges of survival and the possibility of another attack, but also the psychological impact of the illusion they had experienced. Trust in their own senses had been undermined, adding a complex layer to their already difficult situation. The astronauts, drawing on their training and resilience, began the process of regrouping and reassessing their options. They had survived the physical onslaught of the alien creatures, but now they faced the challenge of overcoming the mental and emotional effects of the psychic alien's manipulation.